0: This icon is racist. I've never, ever been
1: a spy. Can the BBS bank uh, loot? The problem is that pinky. I'll never subject myself to whiteness. Order. I'm listening. Okay. Can you have consistency,
0: honorable chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shape. At Arms. Can you please come Order. in? Order. Order.
2: Welcome to the Sunday Times Politics Weekly, where we unpack the big political stories of the week. My name is Mike Siluma. My guests this week are Sunday Times Politics Editor, as well as uh, Andy Sibu Makinana, who's our political correspondent. She's talking to us all the way from Cape Town, as well as uh, our political journalist, uh, Mawande Amashabalala. Uh, welcome to Politics Weekly, folks. We start this week's chat by looking at the system of coalition governments, which has caused much instability in many of our major cities. Remember, Remembering, of course, that uh, we'll be having local authority elections again next year. Uh, now, the, uh, Shoba, I'd like for you to come in here first you know, on this. And under what circumstances uh, do we have coalition governments? Why do we even bother having coalition governments?
3: In our context, uh, primarily, um, they, 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 they they we they took they we put coalition governments. In instances when we had um, hung municipalities, um, and, and and it's also um, a, a sign that the, the ruling party's um, uh, dominance is, um, is is really dwindling. So now we we, we need um, um, uh, they need these smaller parties uh, for them to put together these coalition governments. It's also a sign that ours is also a, a very young democracy, but Mike. Um, uh, that uh, we, we are really not used to these kinds of of, of of arrangements in government, and and we got a taste of that in 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 2016, um, uh, at, at a scale, uh when the, the ruling party failed to get these um, uh, uh, majorities in in in, in these metros. So they, they had no choice but to um, parties to get together and And sort of find an arrangement of trying to work together in order, in order for for these governments to work because they couldn't do it on their own um, and um, yeah that's where we are right now mm. but they they are
2: not based on if if they have to do that presumably they they have to have trade offs in other words to say, "I give you this and you give me that, and then you know we can work together kind of thing so so they, they don't sound to me and and you can correct me like you know alliances of principle?
3: Of course they are not. Um, ours uh, are not uh, alliances of, of, of principle. They, they, they are not based on any principle and they, they don't they are not uh, arranged with the, with, with the interest of the people uh, at the center. Um, they are just uh, uh, marriages of, of convenience. And, and if you look, even if you look at the, the demands that were being made uh, by some of these um, uh, kingmakers, for instance, uh, Malema called the press briefing in, in Alex, um, where he made demands to political parties, and some of those demands included uh, uh, must step down, uh, 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 the, the ANC must uh, must process the uh, expropriation of land, that compensation. Um, some so some of these demands are really not at the centre of 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 service delivery, or, or, or they are not meant. To, to serve those committees that are there in those, uh, in those areas. And some of them are just personal and, 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 it, and it tells you the nature uh, of, of, of those arrangements that um, even if they get into them, uh, the reason why they don't last in most cases is because it's not based on any principle or anything that is meant to improve service delivery for our people.
2: Mm-hmm. Now now the, the the places that come to mind, you know, that have been affected by this would be uh, what? Joburg, uh, Tshwane and maybe quite dramatically uh, Nelson Mandela Bay.
3: It has been a circus in uh, in all those uh uh metros that you've just mentioned, Braamika, um, uh Johannesburg, uh Hemant Mashava came in and um, he was fighting from day one. Um, there were allegations of people trying to sabotage him um, because they wanted to get rid of him. The ANC was not happy with the, with the, with, the, with that arrangement. And there was more chaos in Tuane. Uh, because I'm a citizen of Tuane, I saw the, the, the chaos happening and, and, and how it impacts on service delivery. For an example, um, there were suddenly potholes that were not being filled suddenly um traffic lights that were that will be um out of order for days something that never used to happen and and it shows you that um, instead of really governing um the the people who are in charge were busy fighting off the the, the, the other side and the, 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 there's been motion <clears> of, Confidence after the other, and the same in Nelson uh, in Mandela Bay. Um, they've changed mayors, and and and, and 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 even right now they have not really resolved uh, their leadership squabble situation. So it it, it, it it has been that kind of an arrangement where there's just been chaos after chaos. Yeah, and
2: and, and I want you, I want you to come in here. The the uh, U- says that uh, we 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 are likely to see more because of what is happening with the majority of the, the ANC's majority you know in many places we like to see more coalitions going forward uh keeping in mind next year's elections do you agree with that view
1: well i do i uh, agree with that view but by the look of things everything indicates that uh, a coalition seems to be the future in this country in fact i dare say that it may well happen in 2024 as well at national government that we may be governed by uh, a coalition government, given uh, the challenges that are facing the governing party, which is the ANC, uh, currently. But it is, uh, you know, undesirable, Pramaik, for us to head towards that that direction if what we've seen in the past four years since 2016 in these metros that you mentioned is anything to go by because, in the main, service delivery completely stopped, you know. and, And sometimes, as they say, it's better the devil you know than the one that you don't. And uh, uh, coalition governments, it would seem, are a very unpredictable devil if what we have seen in the past four years is anything to go by. So it's unfortunate that unfortunately, that's the direction we're heading. I guess what ought to happen is is, is for the country to find a model uh, that works, like a, a, a legislative framework that that governs uh, coalition governments differently to an outright majority by one individual party because if you use the same framework of an uh, outright majority by one party when there's multiple parties with different ideologies, different interests, I think it, it becomes quite chaotic as we have seen okay. in the past point, Yeah. And, and, you know what,
2: before we go on, on, on we, we, before we take a break, I want you to give us a the view from Cape Town because Cape Town has not had, the, the like, the, the as severe a, a, a political challenge as the other cities, the other metros. Uh, what has been your experience in Cape Town in, in the context that we're discussing? Uh,
0: look, I mean, I think Cape Town was the first metro, actually, to have a coalition government. Yeah. If you look back... Uh, in, 20, in 2006, when Helen Zille first became mayor of Cape Town, they didn't have an outright majority as the DA. They had a coalition of a number, of, with a number of, of small political parties. Uh, of course, there was a lot of clashes, but in the end, they managed to sustain that coalition until 2011, when the DA got a majority. So, It was one of those rare cases where a coalition does hold, at least for a full term of an administration. Um, But if I can also draw you to another very small municipality in the Western Cape. People don't know about this. There is a town, a municipality called Land, where both the DA and the ANC snubbed their political bosses and formed a coalition. That was in August 2016, and guess what? That coalition still stands. We have a municipality in South Africa that is governed mm-hmm. by an ANC NDA coalition, and the funniest yeah. thing is, both people from both sides will tell you off the record how much functional is that coalition. They will never go mm-hmm. on the record. Of the records, they will tell you it's the best coalition they've had because each party is each other um, is, is taking each other into account. So you've got a situation where the mayor and deputy mayor are from the ANC, and the speaker and the majority of the mayor is um, is JA. So they're at each other, they're at each other's neck, watching each other's step, and at the end of the day. We hear that service delivery has improved uh, compla- sorry compared to pre twenty sixteen We hear that oh, okay. the community is much happier now than it was four years ago
2: yeah yeah that, that, that's a very interesting perspective you know but they, so so in some instances you know you you can have total chaos like in nelson mandela bay and and and, and in some other instances you can have uh, you know, a modicum of uh, of of normality and, and 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 order. But but let us let, take a break here. And when we come back, we go to South Africa's longest running political story: the Zondo Commission of Inquiry into State Capture.
1: Would I buy a Havan <laughs> <laughs> But you see, <laughs> like <laughs> you can't beat the diesel. The, I'll take the petrol over the diesel any day. <laughs> Tune in to Cargumentative every Monday morning on Times Live Motoring. You can join myself, Thomas Faulkner, and my regular gang of automotive misfits as we discuss motoring news, views, and of course, have a cargument or two. That's Cargumentative, only on Times Live Motoring.
2: Welcome back to Sunday Times Polit- Politics Weekly. Uh, it seems there is never a dull moment at the Zondo Commission. Uh, the person who watches the commission for us is, of course, Umawande Amashabalala. Umawande, uh, uh, we spoke with you earlier on in another context, but you, you have been spending much of your time uh, following uh, developments at the commission. Um, this week we had uh, two interesting
1: witnesses, yes yes for like, <laughs> indeed the south africa's longest uh, political story no for like, the the commission continues to 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 to, to show us uh, interesting revelations uh, this week as we know uh, it is uh, wrapping up um, a testimony that relates to south african airways and the events that took place uh, during uh, the past 10 years or so And as you say, earlier on in the week, we had the former uh, board member and the former board chairperson of South African Airways Technical, as well as the chairperson of the audit committee of of SAA, uh, who who was testifying about uh, alleged wrongs that took place during that time. And uh, I dare say that it was one of the most interesting testimonies overall uh, in this commission uh, how that uh, particular testimony unfolded and as the week progressed uh, the, you know the big elephant in the room as it relates to SAA, the former chairperson of the board Tutumiani uh, took over the stand also uh, you know uh, bringing us a new element that we haven't seen in the commission by by refusing to answer most of the questions uh, you know invoking the privilege uh, that she has of uh, not uh, self-incriminating herself but uh, it's quite interesting how she invokes that uh, privilege because she only invokes it as it relates to certain questions and she feels the need to answer certain questions that don't necessarily relate to her but where that give her a chance to deflect for instance uh, there was a time where she was blaming the collapse of SAA to to Coleman Andrews. You remember, Coleman Andrews was the chief executive in the late 90s to the early 2000s. Uh, there's a whole story around him selling the fleet of SAA and uh, and the controversial golden handshake that uh, he left with uh, to me and was quite comfortable talking extensively about those issues because it paints a picture that she had nothing to do with their wrongs, although some of the wrongs that might have happened under her, it was long after Coleman Andrews. So I, I found that to be quite opportunistic. And I, I say he her strategy, so far it seems to have been working for her. I don't know what is the strategy, but it would seem that it's to stay out of trouble, at least as it relates to the commission, although I doubt that yeah. that is what it will ultimately achieve, because if you behave in that manner, What I foresee is that there will be an adverse finding against her character, regardless of the testimony that that she gives, because the other disadvantage to her by refusing to answer to the testimony of those that have implicated her is that it leaves that testimony untested and it leaves it it as the only fact that will be before the chairperson when he compiles his report. Therefore, I doubt that it is a smart strategy. She may think it is smart, but in the long term, I think she may live to regret the stance that
2: she took. To do man in particular is very interesting, you know, as a as a personality because. She is almost as famous as some of the cabinet ministers who have been referred to or top government officials, and yet she's never been in, in, in government, has she?
1: Yeah, no, no, she is. I mean, In fact, from I would say if she's more famous than most of the ministers. <laughs> I guess it, it really has to do with the character that she is. The, the events that took place at SAA, we know that the crisis that SAA is in now after her reign in the past few years or so, starting in 2012 up to about 2017. Uh, during her tenure. We know everything that took place at SAA and SAA being a critical uh, state-owned company that it is. And and also then her association uh, with the former president at the time, uh, Jacob Zuma, is what elevates her status to what it is. So she is indeed Quite a, a, an interesting character, and it would uh, remain to be seen how her story unfolds going forward. Because remember, there was also the judgment by the High Court early this year uh, that she is yeah. a delinquent director. And then part of the judgment was saying that the NPA must look into the affairs that took place at the SAA during her tenure and see if there are no opportunities to pursue a criminal charge, which I, I think is something that we, we will likely unfold. Post her testimony at the inquiry, So yeah, her story yeah. and her prominence in the South African politic is far from over as things stand.
2: And and then they, they, do, do we know what, uh, who's appearing next week of interest?
1: So uh, as we know that, uh, you know, uh, the, the following weeks will be the final lap of the commission in its lifespan. The Chaperson has been quite emphatic even this week that the intention is still to conclude uh, the oral hearings by the end of this year, which gives the commission a lifespan of, uh, you know, a remainder of about five to six weeks to conclude those order hearings. So I guess the following weeks, starting from next week, it will be a conclusion of all the evidences that have been led in regards to uh, different uh, government institutions. So so maybe they will conclude Transnet, maybe ESCOM, maybe, uh, you know, government departments. But I guess the following weeks is just wrapping up uh, all the aspects of testimonies that were not concluded after this
2: mm and so do you want to come in here because i you know you you know that the three of you are seasoned uh, political watchers and, and observers um what was of you do you think that if, if someone were to ask you so far Coming out of the Zondo Commission, what have we benefited? What, how, what would you say, based on you know all the all the evidence that has been tabled before the the, chief, the deputy chief justice?
0: Um, okay, I will just maybe uh, comment uh, based on the on the witness that is currently appearing there before the commission as we speak, and you know her for me her reluctance to cooperate uh, while insisting that she's cooperating. Proves everything that we've been writing as the media the past few years, everything that opposition parties have been saying about him. So it 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 it, it shows the public because while, while on the other hand, the media and maybe certain people from certain factions are being accused of having driven a certain narrative, what Ms Nyan is doing because she's refused to account when she was in the board. You know she would go to Parliament. Uh, she would not go to parliament when the board is invited and send a sick note or have one or una- other reasons for not accounting. Or she would just show up alone when the entire board is expected to appear before a committee of parliament. She always played these tricks. And we reported on these things, on how she bullied her colleagues and so on. But now I like that she, she's doing it for everybody to see. So, I think the the what has been happening over the past few months or the past years of this commission I mean from a lot of people say it's just a talk show there's no evidence i don't know what kind of evidence were people hoping to get out of the commission, but for me, it has confirmed a lot of 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 what uh, the media has been reporting because uh, a lot of people do say media is quite a, a significant political player in, in, in South Africa. So I, I, I think while nobody is in jail after all these years and after you know spending seven hundred million on the commission, but I think it has sort of affirmed us and um, confirmed a lot of of things that we we were suspicious um, of.
2: Mm. And, and Shoba, what, what's your take?
3: I, I think that the commission um, has, um, has really assisted us in understanding um, that w- how deep in, in trouble as a society we are. Um, it, it, it has um, e- exposed and, 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 and lifted a veil on, um, on a lot of wrongdoing that we were suspecting and, and we didn't um, have proof of some of those things. And and the, it, 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 it seems as if we are on the right track in, in dealing with those um with with, with with such problems. And you see with what happened with Saudi, um um that it that the 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 relationship that has been um formed between the commission and the NPA is is really assisting us in dealing and acting on on, on these issues now that um um because they waited for Sodi to go there to the commission. And after it was all um, laid bare, the rot um, that he was involved in, 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 then he was arrested. And we are hoping that uh, it, 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 it happens to more and more of these witnesses, including these ones who appeared this week.
2: Yeah. Uh, and bawande you'll be keeping an eye on uh, the proceedings there for us. Um, they, they, now, for, for our third story of the week of diplomats at war, and to say, where, where does this story come from? What, why do we end up having our diplomats having a fight in a foreign country?
0: Yeah, it's a very interesting story because <laughs> um, I picked it up in Parliament, right? And for me, what stood out was how emphatic ANC MPs were in terms of what should be done next. I recall the, the senior official who is... Um, Allegedly sabotaging the consul general. ANC MPs never called for Judumeni to, to be recalled at any point. They've never called for anyone appointed on, in any position. It didn't matter how bad things were in a department and so on. So that piqued my interest. And um, first phone call I make two sources. They say, no, man, the opposite of what was discussed in parliament is actually true. So Um, I don't know, I I also don't feel like maybe as the media we don't pay that much attention in what happens at the core, and obviously by extension at these uh, missions, because uh, following our story, I've had a few people saying, you guys need to look into this um, terrain, it's it's sort of, you know, disregarded and a lot of wrongdoing does uh, go on there
2: yeah yeah so sure, but just, just, just if you give us like a, a like very the, 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 like very briefly crisply what what the fight is about in in in, in the in the la consular office the the, the
3: the the it's a it's a it's a very complicated story but Mike, um uh I I I, I I I i we had to focus on one aspect of the fight but if 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 you look into the correspondence that we we've had sight of it, the the fight is deeper it's it's deeper than just someone um uh uh failing to find accommodation um it's uh it, it's uh it it has to do with the with, with the kind of um of uh, of 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 person um of personalities that we are dealing with um i i i think that we are dealing with with, with a, a a story of a personality clash somehow um we know sunduza the people who have uh, who have interacted her know her uh, mm-hmm. know her character um, she 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 is um, a <laughs> she's a very interesting character who who who, who, who other people who have worked with her um um label her bully because of the way she behaves uh because of the demands that she makes and and, and that, all of that is captured in um in in in, in those in, in those correspondences that we have seen but also yeah. the, the 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 official that we that that she is fighting with it, you can tell by the by the by the by the, by the by the tone and the language that is being used in the letter that she, he, he, he as well is, um, as uh, a, as a, as a, as a special character and, 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 and someone who, who, who doesn't take a fight lying down It's someone who's confrontational. And, uh, yeah, and, and I, and I think that at the center of, of, of this, uh, of this story is also the clash of, of of those two characters.
2: Yeah. Let's hope that eventually uh, that they are able to find permanent accommodation for her, so that we have less drama and a greater focus on the reason in the first place why she is in LA and why we have a. Cons- a consulate in in in, in la uh, well uh, folks uh, that's all the time we have for uh, this week on sunday times politics weekly this week uh, i'd like to thank my guests uh Andisiwe Makinana, political correspondent talking to us from cape town and uh, in jobek uh, political journalist mawande amashabalala together of course with uh, political editor sbonga wonke shoba and by the way, you can catch our podcasts on Iono.fm, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, stay safe, sanitize, wear the mask, and avoid crowded places. I'm Mike Siluma signing off.